0: Hi, I'm Trent. I'm Jordan. And welcome to So-Called Parents, where we talk about the struggles, wins, and failures of striving to raise kids in a way that points them to Jesus, in a world that is becoming more and more challenging to do so. Well, welcome back to So-Called Parents. It's been a little bit longer of a hiatus than we planned, but we're back.
1: We're back. We're
0: back doing another one. And uh, yeah, so, you know, life happens and... Just didn't really...
1: Life was crazy for yeah, a little while.
0: Just didn't uh, get anything planned and But here we are now. Back with another.
1: I don't even know if anyone's actually listening to know if they even missed us. Eh, you know, it doesn't matter.
0: <laughs> but anyway, so uh, we... Jordan and I both read this book this summer um, called... What is the title of it even?
1: It's called You and Me Forever. Okay. It's by Lisa or Francis and Lisa Chan.
0: Yes, it's by them. And if
1: you've been in the Christian world for any amount of time, you've heard the name Francis Chan. Yeah,
0: he's <laughs> he's pretty intense. Yeah, usually. So, but it, it was good. We we read it and like, oh, this really good. And then, man, it'd be good to do it as a small group with our small group because we're all about like the same stages in life, pretty much, you know?
1: We're all roughly the same age. Yeah, we all have kids of similar
0: age, like, going through similar things. So, we've been doing that, like, you know, once a, once a month. We only meet a once
1: a month right now, because yeah. life.
0: Yeah, but it's been good, and just going through it, and it's been really challenging. So, I kind of thought, we do we kick it off with just, like, kind of giving an overview of some of the things that we've been studying in that, and that we thought were kind of challenging in that. So... We kick it off with a quote that stuck out to me um, from this book, and um, they say, here, um, here it goes, I guess, "If you are a typical couple, a large part of your time and energy goes into building and maintaining a happy family. And we should be investing we, and we should be investing in our marriages, but families are not the goal. Happiness is not the mission. Something far greater is at stake. And I remember when I read that the first time and I thought, wow, that right away was like, I think most people would probably feel that way, like that they're guilty of that being our number one priority. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I want to make sure my family is happy. And that's not like it's a bad thing, but it's the thing that controls the majority of my thoughts and the majority of my actions.
1: I just read a chapter today, so we're meeting tomorrow as a group, so Mm -hmm. we were reading the chapter that we're going to talk about tomorrow, and it talked about how your family can become an idol, and I had never thought about it like that, and that's what this quote is like talking about, like how your kids become an idol, and you don't, like I've never thought about it like that, Mm -hmm. like when you talk about idols, I'm like, oh, money's an idol, Yeah, sports to some people could be an idol, I don't know. I've never once thought my kids are an idol yeah. and they can be.
0: I think you could, could you take it a step further even and say that happiness yeah. is an idol. Yeah. Like above all else, I'm going to pursue me being happy or my family being happy. You know what I mean? Like I think that's a good thought too. But then the scripture they mentioned with this is Matthew twenty two thirty seven and 38 and it's, the most important commandment according to Jesus and it's to love your Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. Um, and the point they're making to us is it's not love your family and value your family with all your heart and soul. And mind. it's to love the Lord, your God with all that. And just to really check to me, it's like check your priorities, mm. right? Like, And it's easy to say that, but when you really think about what your actions do, like, to me, it was pretty convicting. Mm -hmm. Like, when we read this this summer, I was like, yeah, that's pretty convicting. Where does my energy go to?
1: Well, when you read that verse, like, love the Lord your God with all your heart and all your soul and with all your mind, like, that's easy to say, yeah, I do that, or that's... Well, that's yeah. what I tried you know what I mean right obviously not perfect, easy to but when I over. read that verse with the quote you just read from the book, and then I go, I don't think mm. I actually do do that,
0: yeah, I mean, think about where time goes to kids' activities to mm-hmm. um them and their friends to um you know providing things for them to mm-hmm. you know birthdays, Christmases, like I mean, and then compare that to okay what amount of time and energy and resources have I put into serving Christ? And how does it compare? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, so convicting, uh, kind of going along with that. They mentioned in this, uh, in the book, this verse two, Luke fourteen twenty six says, if anyone comes to me and does not hate his own father and mother and wife and children and brothers and sisters, even his own life, he cannot be my disciple. Um, and the point that I think Jesus is making there is not that I mean literally you're not literally hating your family, right? Right. But the point is that it should not hold you back from following him.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um Yeah. Yeah. On that stuff,
1: I guess. No, I was just I feel like I've said it already. I was you just know. thinking like like none of what we're talking about is a bad thing.
0: Mm hmm. Yeah.
1: Like none of the things that we're talking that's about are what makes bad. makes it sneaky. You no, know, yeah. You know? It's just like, like what you just said was good. Like all those things are good things, but it shouldn't be holding you back mm-hmm. or what's the word I'm looking for? Inhibiting? Is that a word? Yeah. You, know, you from like growing in your relationship with Christ and making him above all else. Yeah. Yeah. And to me, like,
0: what you just said there, like that to me is kind of the point of this study. Right? Yeah. It's like, um, Nothing, not my, me and you, not the you and the kids, should come before me pursuing God at all costs. And they they say that if you do that, you'll find that that's really the key to a happy marriage and a happy family, mm-hmm. anyways, because you'll be doing what you were made to do. Yeah, like we are created to pursue Him wholeheartedly.
1: A major theme in the whole book, in every chapter you read it, it's mm-hmm. the the if you have any sort of a problem, it's not like it's if not I have a, a problem mer- with it's you not between you and me. It's not a you problem. It's a it's a me and God problem. Yeah, but, exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's well said. Yeah,
0: hundred um, percent. Because it's not the- a God problem. It's
1: a me. You know what I'm saying? Yes.
0: Okay. It's a your relationship with God. Problem. Yes. Yeah. And that's kind of their point. And the point they bring up is, um, kind of goes into the, as a nice segue into the next spot here, Jordan, because like when you look at your relationship, like I know when we talked about it in our small group, like one thing that came up when we talked about it was like keeping score in a marriage. Yes. Right? Like I think everybody does that. I do. Oh, you, you keep score big time. <laughs> and <Jeez. laughs> you're the scoreboard. Wow. Totally, you're the scorekeeper. I mean, yeah. I probably yeah. Do you've sometimes. never
1: kept score ever. You're right.
0: You're, you just kept score right now. You just proved it on live. <laughs> <laughs> you just proved it on the podcast. You just kept score live. You just had a live scorekeeper moment.
1: Fine, <laughs> fine. But the scorekeeper.
0: <laughs> but anyway, like I think that's common, right? And, um, it's. Um, I like this quote, another quote from the book here. It says, it's one thing to preach the gospel, it's another to display the gospel. And I remember when we talked about it this week, like it's, I'm not called, even in our relationship, to pursue my own happiness, but to be, to have a life of service, right? Um, And it doesn't, it shouldn't matter if I feel like I've done more than you or you've done more than me this week for our family. Um, But I love I love by serving, right? That should mm-hmm. be our goal. Um, cause, and then they give you some scripture for this too. John 13, 34 through 35, this is Jesus talking again. A new commandment I give to you to love one another just as I have loved you. You are also to love one another. And like, they say, like, how did Jesus love? He served. Mm-hmm. Um, but then, like, the scorekeeping gets, gets in the way of that a lot.
1: Well, it's just so easy to do, and I feel like sometimes I do it without even realizing I'm doing it. Yeah, you know what too, I mean. Probably, yeah. Like it's easy to say, like, I don't know, I got the kids up and ready this mm. morning, so Trent can take care of, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Like, and I don't even like it doesn't even it doesn't even register yep. to me that that's like what my what I'm thinking, but I am. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and their logic would be like. Okay, when I start doing that, or when you start doing that, or we both start doing that, it's it's not a I'm mad at you problem and say, I am out of touch with God problem. Yes. I'm not walking with him. I'm not pursuing him. I'm not, and I just have kind of given into selfish things, right? Because it's like the selfish things would be like, well, I want more time for me.
1: For me. I'm not serving because I love you. I was... Yeah doing something because it had to be done and now that's your turn
0: yeah right yep and that's a hard mindset to keep but i think it's one that like that's what we're called to do right that's well, tough. it's just
1: so easy to sit on the couch when i've been doing mm-hmm. stuff all day and it's your turn yeah right
0: <laughs> you are, yeah <laughs> what? Uh, what? I just said man you are a scorekeeper huh but let's <laughs> cut that part out yeah um and then kinda so the other parts that it's talking about is um I think you were gone this week when we talked about it is was disciple Meeting. I think this is the week you were gone for something with our group. I mean we've obviously both read the book this yeah. summer, but um and it it kinda brings into like so our marriage is not like um is not meant to be separate from our walk with God. And part of that is, you know, making disciples for Jesus. Um, but it should be intertwined in that. Um, so then like the question they asked is, would you say your marriage is oriented toward making disciples?
1: Was this the, was this um, referencing like when people look at your marriage, like they you they should be drawn closer to Christ, or is that was that different? I mean, is I think that, that what you're talking about? I, I guess? think
0: that could be part of it. You know, like your your marriage could be an example, but I think it actually, I think it's talking more about like, are you is your marriage centered around reaching people and making disciples and building? Oh, okay, up? I see what you're saying. You know what I mean, okay. no, mm-hmm. I think that's part of it. What you said, I think that could be something that happens from it, but is it reaching people? Is it you know, or is it um like I like this quote here it says, making disciples is not a compartment of your spiritual life, it's the mission, so your time and energy has needs to be directed towards that, and that includes your marriage um I know one one of the one of uh thing that got brought up in our group when we talked about this was um how you know well our kids right like we're discipling them. And bringing that up, bringing them up, and like that's a big focus. And yeah, I think that's 100% part of it, right? Mm-hmm. And then I was just kind of trying to apply, you know, devil's advocate. And I was like, well, but on the other hand, like to me, that can be an easy, like, scapegoat to be like an excuse to like not reach other people, though, too.
1: You're saying, oh, I've made a disciple. I'm discipling here. my check kids. And and check.
0: My focus is on them. Check my disciple box. Yeah. My discipleship box. Um, I think that's easy to do. No, I'm not trying to downplay the kids' disciple because that's important. Mm-hmm. And I think one of your you one of your favorite quotes is like one of the biggest okay. things I could maybe do for the how does that quote go? Do you know where I'm going with it? Do you know which yeah, one I'm I don't, referencing? I don't
1: yeah, I don't know what the actual quote is. Do you want to say or do you want
0: me to try and recall it?
1: Well now I feel like I'm being put on the spot. Well I'm just asking
0: you. I can say no. what I think it says, but I just didn't know if you'd remember. Isn't it. not
1: it something like um I remember talking about it, I don't remember the exact quote. Like, the biggest thing you can do for the kingdom is to, oh, gosh, I not remember. I, I think,
0: I thought, I remember it something like this. Like, one of the biggest things I might do for the kingdom is raising one of my kids, right? Yeah. Uh, it was like something like that, right? And, like, that could be true, right? But to put all, like, kind of like I was saying, like, if we're putting all of our eggs and like that one discipleship basket it's, it's like, a
1: big thing for the kingdom but it's not the only thing yeah for the I, I think
0: you could be missing the mark right like mm-hmm. um maybe a little bit but and that's not to downplay our role with raising our kids I mean mm-hmm. obviously that's what this whole whole podcast is centered around right mm-hmm. pretty much right but yeah so i just thought But it, was, it
1: is easy as a parent like sometimes like when you talk about like your purpose mm-hmm. Like especially like I feel I think that your purpose changes, like throughout your seasons of life or whatever. Mm. I that's what I think at least I do. Nice. What?
0: Well, it's just it's funny. This is just like kind of transitioning the notes I have down here. Oh,
1: I haven't even read your notes. I know yet. that's
0: why this is kind of neat. So anyway,
1: so in the stage of life that I'm in right now, I feel like my purpose is my to be a mom. Right? Like I do other things too, but that's what I feel like my main whatever
0: mm-hmm.
1: I forgot I was going with this so what are we talking about
0: <laughs> we're talking about disciple making and oh yeah kids and- so
1: then it's easy to say like that's where I, that's what I'm going to focus on is only my kids and making disciples like teaching them and stuff but you know, like we're just what we're talking about like that's not the only thing I should be doing mm-hmm. just because that might be my purpose doesn't mean like that's the only thing I yeah. do I mean you could go Does back sense? to
0: yeah no, yeah, because you, you could even go back to that verse, verse earlier, Luke fourteen twenty six, right? If anyone does not hate his mother, brother, sisters, children, wives, then they're not s- suited to follow me, mm-hmm. right? Like, that shouldn't be my everything. And it's funny, so last week um, <clears throat> I run FCA at my middle school, which there's which is a group of seventh grade girls that come to it right now. It's like six to eight kids, but they're really great. And, uh, we have some good conversations and, uh, one of the, uh, lessons we were going over through was just about purpose. Right. And, um, this verse was in it and, um, I was telling, you know, the lesson I was giving them. I said, this is one of my, maybe my favorite thing about Christianity is this. It's funny you mentioned purpose, right? Um, and the verse was Exodus nine sixteen, which to give you context in the verse, like, it doesn't really this is when moses is exiting uh they're they're leaving egypt and it's like one of their parting words to pharaoh and he tells them um however i have left you i have let you live for this purpose to show you my power and to make my name known on the whole earth or throughout the whole earth and to me like in that context, that verse isn't like super powerful because it's almost like, "Hey, by the way, this is why I let you live, Pharaoh. Mm-hmm. It didn't kill you." But this is one of like the rare verses that I actually like to take out of context because I think it, I think it applies to any Christian's life. And so when you think of it like that, I let you live for this purpose, or if you would even say it like, you live for this purpose to show my power. And to make my name known through the whole earth, um, but I just really like that. And like the point I was telling the kids was like, in Christianity, I don't have to wonder. I don't have to wonder what my purpose in life is. It's to make him known through the earth. And I was telling, him like, I don't. I'm not destined to be a teacher. I teach. When I teach sixth grade. I coach. You know, junior high sports. We do FCA. But what is my purpose? To make him known. And that's kinda of what I was telling them. Like you you know, what do you want to do? What do you want to be a doctor? That's great. You want to be a lawyer, what, whatever, right? But that's that's not your purpose. Your purpose in whatever you do is to make him known. And I was like, to me that just takes all the pressure off of everything. Sorry, that was a little rabbit trail, but I felt like it kinda of fit in. Um and when I was writing this it it was in that moment, it was that day actually. That we had FCA and I was like oh it kind of fits in so yeah but
1: it's actually a lot you said it takes the pressure off but it's actually a lot of pressure why well think about that like to make God's name known throughout the whole earth I mean it's not a lot of pressure but it's hard
0: yeah I guess in my mind it was it takes the pressure off of me wondering what I oh what you're supposed to do, supposed to do. okay right like okay because to me, that's like when you're young and growing up, and it's like, what is my purpose in life, right? Like okay, saying, I, I like, understand what you're saying. Like you're, like you were saying, like you're, you feel like your purpose changes in life, and what I would say is, no, like maybe where you spend most of your time changes, and like, like where your energy and focus goes, but your purpose at the end of the day is to still make Christ known through the
1: earth. It's like the context of your purpose.
0: Yeah. yeah.
1: That's mm-hmm. probably better. That's, okay, yeah.
0: Because like, yeah, like in this season, you we, you focus a lot on our kids and raising them and...
1: Because that's a season of life I'm in. Yeah. But before I had kids... Okay, yeah.
0: Yeah, but even in this season, like your purpose with them, with people you come into contact yeah. with, to me is that, right? Right. So that's what I meant when I like takes pressure off of like okay. you know, wondering what you need to do. But yeah. <clears throat> and kind of the last uh part that it goes into, we haven't got to yet with our group, but when we read it was um it asked, you know, so is this really best for the kids, right? If you would like shift your mindset to this thinking, which I think is a big shift for people. I mean it'd be a big shift for us.
1: I think it's a big shift for us, even as yeah. Cons- like, we are Christian human beings yeah. that are married to each other. Yeah. But the shift of... just
0: so really shift our mindset this way. We're
1: taking the focus off of our marriage, actually. Like we're yeah. Not actually even really thinking about marriage. Yeah.
0: It's more about, like, pursuing God at, at all costs mm-hmm. and then trusting that our marriage will thrive because of that. Our family right. would thrive because right. of that. right? And it's a big, like... It's a big jump, right? <laughs> and so the last... Chapter in the book is you know is it what's best for kids and um I and again it's kind of the same thing it's right it's like you have to take that leap of faith and you'll see that you'll watch them thrive you'll watch them uh, you know benefit from it and I would you know it's funny as we're getting ready to do this podcast about this steady I told you this earlier so I listened to Francis Chan's podcast and he and his wife the last two days have been going through this study and they haven't gone as in depth, but they just like give a quick overview. Mm -hmm. And, but today as I was walking and listening to the last part of it, he was talking about his kids and like how, like the fruit and the, just how he's seen it really affect them. So it was kind of cool. So if you'd be, if you're interested, I'd encourage you to check it out. If, if this has kind of been intriguing to you. Um, but anyway, I'll just read this quote. Um, I thought it was pretty good about, you know, how raising your kids in this kind of mind shift, uh, what it's about. So it says truly nourishing our children means teaching them to thrive in the real world. And here's the truest reality. God tells us that he is the center of the universe. So then they quote Romans 11, from him and through him are all things. He made this world to declare his glory. So we are not doing our kids any favors by lying to them about the nature of the universe. It's not about them. Um, it's about him. It's not about us as parents. It's about him. It's about being focused on his glory. Um and again, kind like I said, that's I just think that's a it's a big shift, you know, like um I like the part that stuck out to me was they said here's the truest reality that he God is the center of the universe and everything is is about him and not us. And I think that kind of just sums up really that whole message of it. But, yeah. Any other thoughts on it? Mm-mm. Yeah, I'd encourage you. So it's if you if you if you're looking for something with your spouse, um I would encourage it. It's you and me. It's you is and, you and me, me together forever. Or is it no, just you and me No, I think it's just you together?
1: and me forever. It's just you and me forever. Okay. By Francis Lee and Chan. And they like you can buy it on Amazon and stuff, but also they like and they put it in their book like they believe that couples need to read this so badly that you can get the PDF for yeah. free online. Yeah. I
0: think it's crazylove.com or .org or something.
1: No, I think
0: Yeah, you I'm can get look it look at right crazylove. I'm pretty sure. I
1: think it's youandmeforever.org. Oh, maybe. You
0: know, you google it, you're going to find it. Yeah. But, um, um
1: but it's a free PDF, so I there's like no excuse not to read it, actually.
0: Yeah, and it is good. Uh, it's really good to do with your spouse. We did it this summer, and we I remember we talked about it this summer. And we we're like, this is really good. It's, it's like it's hard, but it's good. Um, yes. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think I'll just leave you with this. I think like this is a fitting verse to leave. I had it at the end, and I wasn't gonna read it, but I thought, you know what? To me, it's it's pretty good, and it's just Mark 8:35. It's forever for whoever would l- save his life. Will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake and the gospel's sake will save it. And I think it's just kind of that mindset of, you know, it's not about you and your, your happiness. It's not about um, striving for a happy marriage and giving kids everything they want in life. It's about God. The truest reality is that God is the center of the universe and we're to serve Him. And so, yeah. Anything else, Jordan? Any other parting thoughts?
1: No, but I found the actual website. Oh, what is I it? would like to put it out there. Yeah, do it. Um, It's org slash download. And then you do have to put in like your name and your email address to get the free PDF. But I did that to get the free PDF and I have not been spammed with emails or anything. Yeah. So it's a safe.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: You don't have to worry about that. Yeah, for sure.
0: Very good. Well, uh, thank you for listening, and hopefully, you found some encouragement in it. Uh, like I said, it has been really good for us and challenging for us. But uh, then we're back, and we'll, we'll try and be on. We're trying to be week. on top of it. But uh, yeah, you know, sometimes things come up. But yeah, so
1: we're parents. Just yeah, you know, life is crazy.
0: It is. Yep. So yeah. Well, until next time, remember: if, uh, if you have kids in your life, then we believe you've been so called to be a parent. Thanks. Oh,